My name is Steve Layton, and I travel the world finding amazing and delicious coffee for you to drink at home. Some make coffee difficult to understand and complicated, but here it's my job to make it easy and fun and tell you what's in my mug. Hello everybody and welcome to In My Mug episode 401. A break from the new format even though it's one in um, because we're going to be doing it on location because I'm not in that new... Mind you, my record does look a bit like the funky new studio. Um, but as always, I'm your host, Ian Lane. Welcome to In My Mug. And I, I'm here at Esther's, which is in Stoke Newington in North London. Um, one of our fantastic wholesale customers who we've worked with for a few years now. Um, and I just fancy doing one on the road. Um, if you wonder why I'm in a South African rugby top, um, has the name on the back. And this was given to me by Wayne, the South African barista champion that used um, La Churia, which is from Colombia, um, uh, from Pedro Claros. And um, as a thank you, he bought me a South Africa shirt, which is actually a very good fit, which is scary for a rugby shirt. Maybe I'm getting really, really fat. Um, so we're going to talk about this week's coffee. There's none of the faff with the news and all those things, because I recorded this before I recorded 400. Yeah, go figure. It's all very confusing. But, um, because I'm in Rwanda at the moment, so I needed to record something before I went to Rwanda. Keeping up with this. Good. I'm glad you're with me. Um, so this week's coffee is from Kenya. Um, it's from the Nyeri region of Kenya. Um, it's near to the uh, Chinga, Chinga Valley. Um, uh, there's a Chinga River um, in Nyeri. It's around about... 25 minutes outside of the centre of Nyeri, so it's actually quite close, and it is um, uh, a cooperative called Athaya. That's the copy being grain people is that um, Athaya, and Athaya is uh, it's a group of three washing stations. This being the Chinga washing station, um, and unusually, uh, and particularly unusually for Kenya, it's a naturally processed coffee. So this is our second year of having it. Um, and three years ago, when I went to um, I went to Kenya, we kind of had a conversation about wouldn't it be fun to do this? You know, do you fancy like having a place so we can buy some more coffee from you and do a natural? Um, and it's not something unusual in Kenya to do, but it's unusual to do it for export. So it's always the real poor quality, kind of commodity grade stuff um, that, like, you know, he's left over, floaters, kind of terrible bits. And they looked at me like I've gone crazy and gone, you want to pay for this to happen to the coffee? And I was like, yeah, let's try it. Um, and we had to make a promise there and then that we would buy it regardless of taste. Um, when it arrived, I was super excited. Um, it was very different and I don't think they necessarily got it so much so when I went back again last year we sat there and had a conversation about the process and it was good but we could definitely tell it could be better um, so we sat down with the uh, mill manager and said okay this is what you need to do these are the coffees you need to use these are the bits you need to fetch and they were like are you sure you wanted this with this coffee um, and this week's one this year's one sorry I am so pleased that we got them to do it um, they've really tightened up their whole process. They've made it much more keener, leaner, um, and they've made it much more quality driven, and they've paid a lot more attention to it, um, and they've taken on lots of the feedback that we gave them. For Kenya, this is mind-blowing, like mind-blowing to find a cooperative that'll do that. Mind-blowing that we could find a cooperative that is so big. I think it's 887 members in the cooperative, so it's a big cooperative. Um, 
but they've really embraced it. And when we cooked it with them last year, when I went, when they did their first one, they were amazed that it was Kenyan coffee, but they were amazed at how tasty it was compared to the other stuff that they've, uh, that they've done in the past. And I think that kind of motivates them a little bit to make this coffee better. Um, and they really have done a fantastic job with it. Um, so, um, yeah, the, the, the facts and figures, it's called uh, Kenya Athaya Chinga. Um, it is from the Chinga Washing State and the, and the Athaya Cooperative. It is grown at 1800 to 2000 metres above sea level. It is an SL28, SL34, which are very common varietals for Kenya. You've heard me talk about those a lot. Um, it is a naturally processed coffee, um, sun dried on raised beds. Um, and yeah, I guess what we should do is get some coffee and get somebody to talk about Estes because it'd be really cool to uh, talk about here and um, where the coffee is actually going to be as well if you want to come and try it here in the North London area you should come in and, and, and you'll be able to try it but I'll be back with you in just a moment. Hello everyone welcome to the map bit um, as you can see we're up up and away but unusually we're going to Africa wow we don't normally go to Africa um, and we're going to zoom down and we're going to zoom down to Kenya. But before we do that, Kenyans drink lots of chai tea and not very much coffee. That's actually not 100% true because they are starting to drink more coffee and consume more and more. Uh, and we see lots of coffee shops open up in Nairobi in particular. Um, but here we're going down and here we can kind of get an idea of the layouts. The highest point is Mount Kenya, which is 5,200 5, metres above sea level and the Indian Ocean, of course, is the lowest point. Um, but let's zoom down to Chinga. So you can see it's on a fairly flat place, but this is the mill, this is where things are, you know, the things are processed and, and everybody brings their cherries down to. So a lot of the coffee will be grown much higher than here. Um, so uh, here we have some of the washing tanks. And uh, here we have the KCC export staff that help me select this coffee, who are great, great friends. And here we have a lovely sign of a thayer. Um, here we have another one, this is the gates into the mill, uh, the dry mill, uh, not the wet mill, the wet mill is uh, Chinga. Um, and then we can zoom around, you can see it's not super far from um, Nyeri, which is uh, probably known as the coffee capital of, uh, of Kenya. Um, yeah, that was hopefully the interesting map bit. Okay, so I'm back, I have coffee. And um, I have a guest. Would you like to introduce yourself to everybody on In My Mug? I am Jack, one of the owners of Estes. Yeah. Nia is unfortunately missing today. Yeah. Day off. Very days off? Yeah, we wow. have days off somewhere. Wow, things must be good if you get we days off. have to apologise. <laughs> <laughs> so you've been open now for like, is it four years? Um, it's been a long it's time. It's like two, just over two and a half. Two and a half years, wow. Yeah, so, it's a bit longer actually. It does, it feels but super it's also long. weird to be home. <laughs> um, tell people on the screen where they can find you and like tell the website so they can kind of find directions or your we Facebook page. We are in um, Stoke Newington. You see the road behind us, we're kind of parallel to Stoke Newington Church Street. Okay. So you've got like the whole foods on that street and there's those cafes where we're just tucked away between Church Street and the High Street. So yeah, it's a nice little pipe. I think the first time I came was about 18 months ago. And it was on a it was on a Saturday morning, yeah, and like we were banging like, the door to come in. Yeah, like it was like, and we thought, oh wow, this is great, we've got a really comfy chair. And with about fifteen minutes, the place was rammed. Yeah, and then the whole crew turned up. 
Yeah. Remember like Nico and Telescope? Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That was, it was amazing. That was cool. So, like, the coffee's obviously amazing. I've had a cappuccino earlier and it was just, I was actually yeah, talking to the barista and your cappuccino was phenomenal. Like, honestly, like, properly enjoyed it. But like, you're kind of well known for your food as well, aren't you? Yeah, definitely. I like, I like, like to think like, people come for coffee, but they definitely also come for food. It's kind of like 50 50, but. There's, there's a, you know, it's like a magic combo. I think you've nailed the brunch thing for me. Yeah. It's like, you know, like... I mean, brunch here in London is massive anyway, yeah. isn't it? It's, 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 it is a big thing. And it's becoming a big thing everywhere. But, like, when you first... In this kind of environment, you've got a lot of residential houses yeah. around as well. I can just imagine waking up on a Saturday morning and going, I'm going to Esther's. Um, yeah. We, we sometimes think we wish, like, we'd create the cafe for ourselves. Like, if we had the weekend up, I think we would, we would also, like, come to somewhere else. But obviously, no one like this in the country. Maybe yeah. one day. <laughs> That's what we're going to do next. Make a make cafe for ourselves. <laughs> well, you've made one that I... I like so thank you. Like you've made, like you've not made it for you, you've made it for me. So it's good because that's what I want is I want good food and I want good coffee as well. Yeah. You kind of get the two. It's amazing. It's rare. It really is a rare thing. So give us an idea of your kind of menus as you come in. Like so, so you do you do brewed coffee. So you're, you've got the Chemex, you've yeah. got cappuccinos, yeah. espresso, yeah. Um, and you've got a selection of coffees. You, know, yeah. you also have guest coffees as well. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we always have two filters. We always have two filters and always hand brewed. So we like dabbled with a bit of batch brew, we like borrowed a marker off you one yeah. for a little bit, but it kind of it never quite worked for us. I think people really like were drawn to the stuff and it's kind of how we kind of brought people into drinking filter and it's really, really popular. Yeah. This is like a person's blessing. <laughs> <laughs> like to twenty five filters on like a weekend. So I'm pouring away. And give me an idea of the food menu. Food, what you buy. Um like it's kind of catering to to, to like the surroundings like people are really into like a broad range of stuff like lots of vegetarian but not solely vegetarian yeah people kind of like eat in an informed way and um, so like vegetable heavy but kind of go quite meaty at the weekend when people want to like kind of like splash out um but yeah it's kind of like i think we need to have like staples and it's like it's healthy but it's interesting and can be like indulgent at the same time there's people like people like every day, so we need to like have something that people want to eat every day. And what what's your favourite food on the menu? What what, what do we, you have at lunchtime? Uh, we we <laughs> yeah, people are often jealous of our staff lunches because we're like testing stuff out. <laughs> but I had our aubergine dish today, which is aubergine with radish, smoked ricotta, and quinoa. So it's like lots of like semi local like lots of super local ingredients. We like work with a few like really local suppliers as well as some like sort of interesting but some Otolenghi inspired sort of stuff like Middle Eastern sort of thing. Quinoa is something I never really got until I went to Bolivia. Yeah. And it was just like, oh my god, it was with everything. And yeah. Was, it's delicious. Oh, so so good. To see it there. But they um there's someone growing in Essex, which is amazing. Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah. Wow, I But I think they they sourced the seeds like twenty years ago. But they couldn't grow it here because of a drying sort of thing. Quite relevant coffee, really. It couldn't have to be dried at a certain temperature, but it's not obviously the same in, in the UK. But um, they had to like, they had to like crossbreed it or selectively breed it so that it wouldn't have this certain husk on it. That's fantastic. I'm, probably I'm like learning. Getting it all this wrong, is learning. But yeah, this it's is cool. like, Yeah, it's all farming and. So, um, what times are you open from? Because I like, I want people to come in. We want you guys to come in. Do not come on a Monday. We're sleeping. We're not here. We're closed. Okay. People still try and come on Mondays. Always <laughs> been closed on Monday. 
from about um, 8 till 5 Monday to Friday, yep. uh, 9 till 5 Saturday, and 10 till 4 on Sunday. Little bit of lion. Fantastic. My short burst on a Sunday. Which is and before we start drinking the coffee and stop talking about it here, yeah. I kind of, as you say, I'm keen to talk about it here. Um, the jams. So you're making your own jams here as well, aren't you? Yeah. I've been doing. Well, I actually started with marmalade. I've done it a few times. I haven't really made jam, but jam is actually relatively easy depending on which fruit you're using. Yeah. Talking about pectin and like setting. But um, yeah, we just do stuff that's in season, and like there's so much rhubarb around at the moment, and there's a like lovely local lady who gardens for her like mother-in-law. And like every time the rhubarb grows up, you get like six kilos of it. And it's just like she comes in this like monster haul of rhubarb. So we're like pairing that with raspberry at the moment. Uh, just doing some of that. Actually. And as so you came in the shop, I could smell the rhubarb. You could yeah. actually smell the rhubarb. Yeah. It was like super strong. It must strong. be a nice welcome. Yeah, no, it is. It is. And you've got blood orange on at the moment as we well. Have, yeah, with blood orange marmalade. That's really good. Yeah. Really good. Yeah. I'm, so, I'm just, like, honestly, I like, I only. Like I only come to the place of what I like, and I, like this is somewhere that like if it was in more in London, because it's actually a bit yeah, of a mission to get yeah. here. But it's the worth the mission. Really it is nice worth the mission. No, it it, it isn't because it's worth the mission. It really is. Like <laughs> particularly on a Saturday. Saturday is your day. Should we try the coffee? Yes. So I was explaining to all these people on here about that this is a natural and how unusual a natural from Kenya is. Um, this was something we had to beg the cooperative to do, and it's the second year of doing it. And I was saying to you when I came in, like, it's not like any of the other Kenyans. And it is super different. Last year we had, my descriptor was boot polish mixed with Pontefract cakes. It's a hard sell. It is a hard sell, one, but it tasted it? like boot polish. But people have those kind of descriptors of wine and yeah. you're like, there's mm. like a cut hose, a freshly cut hose, like mm. wine. Mm. You're like, but that's a kind of a refined thing. But I'm super well known for my crazy stupid yeah. descriptor, so it's kind of my thing. But this one? I, it's kind of got a lot cleaner, and what we did, I, I'm telling you again, you'll have to listen again, but like, <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know, I know, they, but they might have missed it because they don't listen to me, they only look when, they fast forward to something interesting going on, um, but we've helped them with the process, so we fed back to them what we think they should do differently from our experience of naturals, because they were asking, yeah. and they um, thought you were a bit mad when you asked them to do that. They thought it was absolutely crazy, yeah. and um, and they didn't really know what they were. They did, they treated it like they treat their floaters, the kind of stuff mm. that's not very good. Yeah. So they don't really pay a lot of attention to it. They don't turn it very often. So they've turned this a little bit more. They've actually been more selective with the picking, the post and uh, pre-picking uh, and sorting. Um, and I think you can tell it in the cup. It's still got that like big licorice Pontefract mm. cake taste to it for me. And like those, li- you, you know what I mean by the Pontefract cakes, right? Yeah. 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 And it. <laughs> And it I just, used to really like them when I was a kid. Yeah, no, me too. Thing. It is a weird kid thing for a kid yeah. to like as well. And I was like, I used to eat them all the time. That boot polish thing has gone, yeah. unfortunately. There's a, a shoulder wrist in there, there's like a little hint. But it's just like, for me, it's just licorice. It's like licorice Pontefract cake with a little bit of a sugar finish to it as well. It's got a lot yeah. sweeter. Um, I just love that we can have a Kenyan that is just different. It's kind of like out there. And I love that they're doing it for us. We have a deal with them that we do 30 bags of it and we have to buy all 30 bags regardless of it's good. Like this is the second year it's paid off. I'm scared one year that I'm just going to go, oh no, what do I do with it? Um, but I think this is delicious and I think it's got, it's nice to have something unique. Yeah. And all five of them, you were saying earlier you've had all five Kenyans in. Every yeah. one of them is different and it's just so exciting to be able to do that. So. Um, 
Listen, thank you very much for joining me. Thank you. For this is the first way. time I've done this in the new because our new format started, yeah. and it's the first time I've done one on the road with a new format. So it's kind of cool. It's kind of good. Nice. And it's probably the longest there will ever be for <laughs> quite a while. Thank you for joining me. Thank you thank lot for joining me. And do remember, life is still too short for bad copy. I still say it. it is. Can't let it go. Can't let it go. I think it's true. <laughs> Maybe.